The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Broncos season mercifully ends this week when they take on the Chargers. Last chance for Jerry Rosberg's crew to get a divisional win. The past games that this team has suffered through in the AFC West, I recognize, but that's not where I'm looking. I'm looking at this game as an opportunity for our players and our fans to enjoy a win. I want to see our guys in the locker room celebrate with one another. I want to allow them to have a good feeling when they leave the locker room and go see their families. That's my goal. By the way, we were asked uh, this morning, have you guys come up with a song for for Jerry Rossberg? Because all of the coaches in town have their own short. Background sure. music. And yes, sure. we went with a, a little bit of the dead. Yeah. Grateful Dead. Mostly because Jerry Garcia, as soon as I saw him standing on the podium, I just looked at him and said, it looks like a deadhead to me. He does. It looks like a guy that would follow the dead. Put a tie-dye shirt on him. Right. Put him next to Bill Walton. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Right, exactly. They may be standing at a concert together. Right. So, I mean, I think that just makes sense. Does the meaning. Important to get a win... For, for you, you, boy, remember when? I, I, it's so funny when you think about the conversations we had in the summer about, well, you know, listen, you know, if you're going to get to ten or eleven wins and uh, go to the playoffs, you know, you're probably going to have to at least go three and three in the division, maybe four and two, but you got to at least go three and three. They are zero um, and five as we sit here right now, right. and you know this last game. I mean, if you're the Chargers, aren't you resting players? You're in. I don't think you can improve your draft star, your draft stock, your uh, your playoff stock. The uh, Bolts, as we uh, sit here right now, uh, hold down the fifth spot. Fifth spot. Yeah, no, there is there. There's still something for them to uh, play for. Uh, they are tied right now with Baltimore. So I guess it just comes down to if you if you prefer to be the fifth or the the, the sixth seed. I guess that depends on uh, on who you would get in the uh, in the first round. I guess it's the difference between playing at um, you know at Buffalo or at Cincinnati. So yeah, I would think that that I would. But think, I would think if, if I'm the Chargers, I would put more of an emphasis on rest yeah. versus. Yeah, I would think that if anybody you're going to play your uh, a bunch of your guys, but if anybody's banged up or anybody's you know been struggling, then you're going to rest those guys. Yeah, you're I wouldn't like them. I wouldn't play Austin Eckler this week. Yeah, and then you've got Staley too, who goes for it on every fourth down, so he'll probably sit everybody. He's so, he's so new school that he probably he may get guys. It may be like scab replacement games. So he may get he may get guys off the street. Dan Fouts is going to play quarterback right. this week for the uh, Chargers. He Next on, yeah, he may have a contest. You know where they just start. Hey, you want to play for the Chargers? Come on down to the stadium. And has his own little draft. Next on the morning brew. Do the Broncos have competition for the guy that our buddy Brock Heward believes? Would be the best coach for the Broncos and Russell Wilson. Because he's going to build a bully. Because that's all he has known and, and all he has done over the course of his career everywhere he has been. In uh, in La Jolla, California, not easy to do. Not easy to build a bully at the University of San Diego. He did. Stanford. Stanford. Uh, it, it, have you seen what happened to Stanford after Jim left? And David Shaw is a good man. 
but he's not Jim Harbaugh. San Francisco and the 49ers and, and what he did on that line of scrimmage and then ultimately turning to Michigan and winning back-to-back Big Ten titles. I mean, that that is that is all real. Panthers owner David Tepper has had a conversation with Jim Harbaugh about the opening Carolina will have this offseason. The conversation was not characterized as an interview, according to sources. You've done some Carolina games. you got a little bit of a feel for uh, what kind of owner David Tepper is. Do you see that being a fit, David Tepper and Jim Harbaugh? Um, well, right now they've kind of, that's how they're constructed. They're, they're trying to build a bully down there anyhow under Steve Wilkes. Um, you know, one thing about Harbaugh that I don't feel will go well is when he receives a scouting report from Dave Tepper. He does that, huh? He puts I'm not scouting going, reports I'm not together. going to confirm or deny any rumors well, I think, that I have heard. I think you just did. Um, I just, it is, it's a rumor. Uh, it's a assumption, as far as you know. I'm not going. Yeah, I like you're, you're gonna. Hey, you're gonna own and cut checks, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna operate here. Okay, that's how. That's it. And maybe that's the kind of guy you need. You know, we just talked about what the Broncos need. Some dude in charge. You know, some dude that's got some uh, brass onions, and some guy that's not gonna take any flack. So maybe that's maybe that's exact. Maybe that's what Dave Tepper needs to. Uh, to stand back and trust that, that you know, I've got the right guy in place. Next on the Morning Brew, the Avalanche not playing again until tomorrow, but at practice yesterday and Jared Bednar with some all-important injury updates. He's coming on the trip with us, as is Erod, and we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. No guarantees to the old player. Old player. Can't tell you that at this point. Madsen skated today, first time. So that's good progress. He's not coming on the trip, though. Yeah. He's not there yet. So when it comes to uh, all things Avalanche right now, it's all about the injuries. Good news, Valerie Nachuskin and Josh Manson skated yesterday, and uh, the expectation is that uh, both Nachuskin and Evan Rodriguez will accompany the Avs on this road trip. Uh, he said, Bednar said that he expects both Gabe Landeskog and Bo Byram to be back at some point this season. Yes. That's a little... We're, we're, we're now talking about, hey, they'll be back before the end of the season timeline as opposed to, or are you saying, hey, the next two to four weeks. Were you saying a week ago that, that, that Landy would be back before the end of January? I, that, That's what you thought? Well, usually when they hit the ice, that kind of starts the clock, right? He hit the ice and... We had a little setback. It sounds like that was what went down there, so... Still expected back, but no time soon. Up next on the Morning Brew, could Todd Helton be Cooperstown bound? High fly ball, deep right field. Way back and gone! Two run, walk off, home run, Todd Helton! How do you like that finish? Thick shot. Thank you. Drew Goodman with the call there on AT&T Sportsnet. So, good news as you watch the public revealing of Hall of Fame ballots. One of the, the really good trends that have developed over the years in sports is that a lot of Hall of Fame voters share their ballots. Mm-hmm. Put them out there on social media for everybody to see. 
Not everybody does it, but a lot of them are. And the ones that have been revealed publicly have Helton right now at a 78% chance of getting into the Hall of Fame. And you need 75% to get in. So right now, at least when it comes to the the votes that have been made public, right. he's trending the right way. Todd Helton, a Hall of Famer in your mind? Yes. I mean, ton of hits. Yeah, yeah, I think the thing that goes, the thing that goes probably unspoken in regards to Todd Helton is that dude could play defense. Yeah. And, and how many times, you know, especially on a Colorado evening where that sun's in your eyes oh, at first base. Anybody sat over there? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and I mean, the amount of runs he saved, scooping things out of the dirt and, I just thought he was exceptional. And not only that, but, I mean, the guy could hit and, you know, hit for power, and he could spray it all over the place. He was a tough out. I, yeah, I, I definitely think he is a Hall of Famer. I do. We will uh, wait to see what happens. The good news about this also is that it is clear with the maybe the new wave of voters, the, the, the course field thing isn't really being held against these guys. Wasn't held against Larry Walker. Mm. Doesn't appear to be held against Todd Helton either. So we'll we'll see. The other good news for Helton is it's it's not a a really really strong class this year, and that's one of the weird things about this whole Hall of Fame thing. You think if you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer, right? You're a Hall of Famer. You think, but yeah. it it really does matter. You know, are you up against a a bunch of right. guys who are clear cut Hall of Famers, or are you on a ballot where you know there's there's a lot of really, really good players, but maybe not Hall of Fame players.